Hey there, and welcome to Over the Barrel Proof Podcast. My name is Jose, and I'm the creator, editor, host, and rum drinker. On today's podcast, I'm going to introduce myself, talk a little bit about why I'm doing this podcast, and share the results of my first homemade eggnog. As I said, I'm Jose, and I've always been a rum drinker. I've tried all sorts of spirits, and there was a time where I was building up quite the Scotch whiskey collection, but I've always come back to my roots, rum. I've been enjoying rum for many years, and more recently taking the time to really learn about rum. One thing I noticed was there's nowhere near the amount of information about rum as there is whiskey. I've always been a techie at heart and enjoy photography, so I wanted to bring a few of my passions together, and I thought to myself, why not have rum be at the center of it all? So I started with the rum Instagram. Look me up, it's at over the barrel proof, and you can see some photos I've been sharing that I've been taking of rum, or me enjoying rum. Then I added a website and a Twitter account. So now it's time to layer in the podcast. This all satisfies the techie in me. The Instagram feed helps me with my photography hobby. And then uh, I do all of these things uh, together and I think that together it might be meaningful. Um, They help me to continue my passion about learning about rum as for these to be successful, I really do need to continue to learn about rum in a more significant way. So I hope that uh, you join me along the way, that you can appreciate some of the photos and maybe learn a thing or two about rum uh, along with me. So that's pretty much the bare minimum about me for now. We'll get to know each other a little bit more as we go on this journey. My goal is not to get stuck on the details too much. So I expect these podcasts, uh, they're going to have their mistakes. Some of them might be short. Some of them might be long. uh, Some of them may not make any sense. But I think that's really all part of the fun. So we'll see how that goes. So let's get on to uh, the first fun with rum. So I decided this year was going to be the year that I finish adding rum to my store-bought eggnog, and I decided it was time to make my own. So I did a little research online, just like anyone else might do. I did a little bit of Googling, found some recipes, um, and I wanted to understand what goes into making eggnog. And as you might think, eggnog uses eggs, and it uses the egg yolk specifically to make that sweet, delicious beverage that we all enjoy over the holiday periods. Um, a little bit of kind of history as I went along this path. Uh, it's often believed that eggnog got its name from a combination of the word uh, egg, because there's eggs in it, and then grog, uh, as rum would have been in high supply, uh, and it would have acted as a preservative. So this was a way for uh, people to be able to store eggs in a way that they could consume them later as a beverage. Uh, the, the alcohol would help preserve it. So because I was looking at traditional recipes, uh, most of those recipes would have been using raw eggs and I'm okay with that. Not everyone's gonna be uh, okay with using raw eggs, and you've gotta do a little bit of research just to make sure that there aren't gonna be any health risks or if you're susceptible to any kind of bacteria, you may not want to use raw eggs. Uh, I wanted to go down this path um, because uh, cooking eggs or egg yolks at a really slow temperature is something I don't really have the patience for and a lot can go wrong. And primarily the thing that can go wrong is you can end up with some scrambled eggs. And I really didn't want to have to deal with eating a couple of portions of scrambled eggs because absolutely, ultimately I was going to mess that up. So I went with the raw eggs. Uh, And as long as your eggs are pasteurized, which in most of of North America, those eggs are pasteurized, you're pretty low risk of getting any kind of salmonella poisoning. But you know, again, I suggest everyone does their own uh, research on this. And then otherwise, the ingredients to making it are pretty simple. Milk, cream, eggs, spices, and of course, the rum. So you mix it all up. And then uh, just like any good rum, you need to let it age. Essentially, let it sit in the fridge for a few days. 
Uh, for the recipe that I built, that I was that I kind of put together after gathering details from a couple different recipes, um, I actually used two rums in mine. I used Havana Club Añejo 3 and Captain Morgan's Private Stock. The, the Havana Club really gives us a, a nice, clean, crisp rum, and it's really an ideal rum for mixing. Uh, and then the Private Stock brings a strong vanilla and molasses flavor and everything you expect in a good eggnog. So uh, those are the two rums I went with. I gave my first attempt just kind of a quick taste before I bottled it after, you know, after it was done sitting in the bowl for a little bit getting chilled up. Uh, and honestly, I couldn't be happier with the taste. Uh, and I can only imagine what it's going to taste like as it sits there and ages in the fridge for a little bit longer. So it's been about five days since bottling the, uh, the, the eggnog and those flavors have really started to develop. The eggnog's thickened, and you get a really smooth eggnog with a great rum flavor. I highly suggest that everyone tries to make their own eggnog at least once. You will not be let down uh, with what kind of deliciousness you can get out of making your own eggnog. Uh, it just, it really, really tastes fantastic. The added benefit of making this all myself was that I was able to actually use all lactose-free ingredients. Uh, so for the first time in a very long time, my wife can enjoy an eggnog that's not made from almond milk. And all I can say to that is yuck. So um, I've tried the almond milk eggnogs. They are, they are not good. They are not eggnog. They are not what you expect them to be. Uh, if you're interested in making the recipe that uh, I made, which so far I'd have to say is pretty good, uh, you can get the full details of the recipe at http colon slash slash overthebarrelproof.com um, and that's where you'll also find my blog, which is still in very much in its infancy. So uh, I just want to thank you for joining me here for episode one. It's kind of a quick one. It's kind of, uh, I guess that's kind of the goal. It was meant to be an introduction uh, to see where things go. And from here, uh, we'll start to kind of build up on that. I hope to eventually uh, introduce a couple different people, talk about uh, some rums and potentially other spirits. Uh, there's a little bit of a craft spirits renaissance happening here in Canada, um, although much slower in pace than it is in the United States, but it is happening. And so, you know, I'm hoping that I can get a couple of these craft distillers on board with talking about the products that they make uh, and uh, sharing that with you. So thank you for joining me on my Off the Barrel Proof podcast, episode one. Have a great day.